guys, there is so much that goes into running an empire like this. There's so much that goes into it. Like what's that? With... Yeah, thanks, John. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I got five people on the panel talking to myself. Uh, so John John sent me this upload and and I put it up. Everything went, you know, fine as normal. You know, you you upload it to one place that's your host and then it kind of shoots to all the different podcast platforms. For us, 90% of our viewership comes from Apple Podcasts. And so like yeah. that's important that it you know, if if it didn't shoot to Amazon Music, I'm sure two people would be very upset. But, you know, my bread and butter is Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud. Uh, so after that, a few hours later, I was like, okay, well, I need to get the edit up for D&D. So same process, edited it, you know, got it put up. And uh, like three hours go by and I'm like, okay, it's not on Apple Podcasts yet. That's odd. And then I was like, I'll go to bed. Maybe it'll be up in the morning. And then same thing. Nothing's there. And I'm looking at at the SoundCloud stats and the plays are abysmal on it. Like absolutely terrible. So I'm freaking out. I'm like, Oh my God, like this is ruining this episode. Like we put so much work into this and we have like tens of plays. And so I'm like, right. (laughs) For some people, I mean, for us, that used to be a big deal. So I'm like, okay, well maybe it's because I put hell in the title, change that. Nothing happened. Started a support ticket with Apple and nothing happened. Uh, I'm freaking out. I reuploaded. Nothing happens. And I, it literally took me. Now, today I'm not feeling well. I'm under the weather. Just had so much shit to deal with. Victoria's out of town until probably the next hour or so. An hour of, like, troubleshooting this file, looking through all the data. Like, why is it working? Why is it not working? Why did John's episode post? Like, I'm thinking, well, that was our 500th public episode. Maybe Apple Podcasts was, like, some weird limit. Like, you can only upload 500 episodes. And, like, shit, what do we have to cut? Obviously, small talk is top of the list to cut. Just kidding. But I'm thinking, like, what is going on? Finally, I get it to work, and it uploads, and all is right in the world. And that's just a little peek behind the curtain of what goes into running well, the Collective what Weekly was Empire. It? You don't know? I don't know. I, I, what I think it could have been, the only thing I can think of is the file name had the word hell in it. So I changed the file name to, like, just something random, and then that shot to apple podcast right away so the only thing i can think of is maybe maybe they prevent like vulgar file names or something i don't know well guys (laughs) that was tuesday's episode see you next week (laughs) bye (laughs) are you an angel what an angel i heard the deep space pilots talk about them they're the most beautiful creatures in the universe Hello there. We are tonight's entertainment. We would be honored if you would join us. You've got a billion toys. <laughs> you brought into a doll collection. These are not dolls, Jim. These are commodities. Same as gold or oil. Five, four, three, two, one. You are now listening to the Collecting Weekly Podcast. This is the true form of floor gang right here. Very nice. YouTube.com slash collecting weekly. Thank you very much. That's very cool. Big, big, big. Hey guys, my name is Zach. I'm Dean. I'm John. I'm Marco. And I'm Ben.
Welcome to this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. It's a weekly podcast where my friends and I talk about the things that matter the most to us this week in collecting. That's right. We want to thank our friends over at One Six Corner for sponsoring this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. Don't forget to use code CW10 during our live recording for 10% off all in-stock items. That's code CW10. We have a great show planned for you guys tonight. Not a ton of news, but we're going to be here and we're going to be entertaining. Uh, we got Toy Mafia in the chat, Ninja Squirrel 30, Tukatri, Mark Pearson, the old broad passed out guests, me and the bad boys of CW. Hey, fellas. Eddie, <laughs> Arrow Maestro, Danny Lee, Absolute Irwin. Uh, let's see, Baby Boy 562, best day of the week, where we get to hear Ben Thomas talk about hot toys with occasional input from his friends. Uh, Tina St. Cruz, Pablo Meza, what else we got here? Bob, Dylan, David Hugh, Eddie, Arrow Maestro. Uh, we also got Ben Thomas, 16Fix, Oilers Workshop, Tukatri, uh, Danny with the Magovan, and you'd love to see it. Uh, Benjamin Bowman, Sean Usby, uh, Robin Bowman, the Bowman's in the chat, love to see it. Whoa. Um, and Universal Key, Sean Usby, where the hell is Zach's goatee? I, I, I think I got sick because I got a haircut, and someone just being all up in your face. For like 30, 45 minutes is probably not good for one's health. The and, goatee uh, ran, Sean. That's, uh, that's ran. my story, and I'm sticking to it. We got yellow Did the barber here. shave your goatee as well, or did you shave that part and you just got a haircut? No, they shaved my balls, Ben. I shaved my goatee. Jesus. Um, <laughs> Standard San Antonio. Yeah, it went sideways the, quick. The <laughs> not sponsor anymore. Yeah. Uh, Dean, we have a very special segment that all the best shows start out with. Yeah, you guys are ready? Yes. It's new this week. Yeah, yeah. What'd you get new this week? So I went to HEB because I needed some snacks. I was out of like cookies and whatever. Sweet tea. I thought you were going to say carrot sticks with a little dip or some celery sticks. No, no. no I was like, I'm getting Oreos, bro. I'm vegan. Double, double stuff, bro. To be fair, I did also get carrots, but that was like last week. But. Um, it's Kevin's dinner. That was for Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How dare you guys? So I was like, you know what? I'm I'm a little curious. I'm gonna skip to the toy aisle, see what's back there. And uh, they had some good some good stuff. Uh, I picked up a Sonic the Hedgehog. Wow! I thought um, you said they had good stuff. Tails the Fox. They did. How dare you? And uh, Rouge the Big Titty Bat. So uh, these are the. Wow. Jack specific uh, four inch articulated figures. Uh, so I is need it... Shadow, Omega. I think that's it. I think that's all I need. And an Eggman. Is that what Rogue is the name of the last Rouge? one? Rouge. A Rogue, maybe? The Big Titty Perhaps. Bat. It's French. I, I don't wow. think they officially put Big Titty Bat on here, but just a bat with big old titties. Just the variant one. Um, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Danny uh, wants us to take care Google of <laughs> when I visit San Antonio. You'll love to see it. Wow. Uh, Danny, we will give you the old San Antonio switcheroo, as we call it. <laughs> I thought you had that taken care of already. Jesus Christ. Uh, ben, you're the only other one that had a new this week. What did you get? Was it an unmute button for your mic? Or? <laughs> it was. Hey, that's good. That is good etiquette right there. That is good um, etiquette. You love to see it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I know I overloaded our chat with photos uh, this week, but I was I was pretty stoked about this. So these are the uh, the seven inch NECA turtles, and uh, I picked up 
two last week, and as soon as I got two, I was like, okay, like you can't have two turtles and not get the other two. So I had Raphael and Donatello first, and then got Mikey and Leonardo afterwards. And these and are dude, the these guys turtles. are. These you are the know, movie turtles. It's yeah. funny. It's really funny you say that because when I open up a box of turtle chocolates, I say the same thing. There's no way I could just eat two. I got to polish off the box. <laughs> same replies. Go. Turtles chocolate we'll used to be my Christmas snack, dude, before I had exactly. to go gluten free. So good. But these were amazing. I'm blown away by these guys. Considering that they're seven inch, like, I honestly almost feel like the quarter scale is almost overkill considering how good these guys actually are. So, and blown these are like away. four I more inches than you really need, too. It's about, yeah. <laughs> I feel like if these were three inch, they'd be more than enough figure for most. More people. than enough. Yeah, I mean, that's an adequate size. I mean, average even <laughs> above average size. Seven inches. It's like whoa! What? There's so much figure here. You know, I didn't even want to say seven inch because I knew you guys would take it there, but I also didn't want to confuse people with quarter scale. <laughs> <laughs> dying over here. But uh, if anybody's on the fence about these, um, I know that the production run on these is over. So once they're gone, they're going to be hard to find. Not to create yeah. FOMO, but I would definitely recommend them. They are pretty badass. Bro, sure. I have never seen these in the wild. For how many times have they've come out? Really? Never once seen them. Uh, I do have Raphael because uh, a beautiful listener of the show sent him to me. Because he got wow. the two-pack with, um, what's the hockey guy? And he only needed the hockey guy, so he sent me the hmm. Raphael. Casey Jones? Uh, wow. Yeah. Casey Jones? Casey Jones. <clears throat> so, so does your Raphael have a, a jacket? Yeah. Does your Raphael have a jacket then? Like, is it the disguise Raphael? Or is yeah, it... and I yeah, just that's a sweet off, one. But yeah, I have yeah, the that's a sweet one. Yeah, I, wanna, I think I still want to get Splinter. I definitely want to get Foot Soldiers, and I've now seen the Shredder as well. So it's a, it's a slippery slope, but I feel like this is the type of line that, you know, you can kind of get the mainstays and then call it a day and enjoy the collection. So I've got them behind me. I'm enjoying the shit out of them, 100%. I want to plug this right now. At the top of the show, and I'm going to plug it at the end of the show, this Saturday is Pose Wars, and it's one-twelfth scale Pose Wars because that was the number one thing people asked for. Before we ended the last pose wars. So if you want to pose with us, I'm putting this squarely on the shoulders of the community that uh, begged, not begged, but asked for months for us to bring pose wars back. We put a lot of work into this. We need more posers. I think we have four right now, which we technically could do it with, but I'd like to have like six or seven to really get the the full effect. So if you want to pose with us, NECA will work. I'll I'll, I'll make the exception. I was going to ask. But we need posers. So again, I'm putting this on the community because if if we can't get this first episode off the ground, to me, the show's dead. Like there's, there's, uh, it's it's not even worth, you know, continually trying to bring it back up. So I'm putting this on the community. So if you want to pose with us, message me on Facebook and we'll make it happen. It's Saturday, 10 o'clock central standard time. Uh, let's get into the news. Reva by Hot Toys was put up for solicitation last week. We talked about the, um, I guess it was like a teaser in a magazine. We have it this week. Uh, $260 releasing October 2023 to March 2024. I think this portrait is beautiful. It is honestly one of one of the better portraits that I've seen as of late. And I think Hot Toys deserves every bit of compliments uh, that we can give them for this. I think it's really well done. I still do think this would have fared a bit better with two portraits. She was very expressive in the show, but as is, you get kind of the 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 
finale type outfit you get the main outfit you know it does have that usb lightsaber which i think is really neat and some of the variations of the saber that you saw throughout the show uh to me this is this is really fine work by hot toys and uh the 260 dollars price tag uh you know if that's what it is i don't think it's too bad what do you think dean <clears throat> yeah this head sculpt is probably the shrinkiest shrink ray we've ever seen um at least in recent memory, I think this might be the best one they've ever done. Uh, Moses Ingram is a babe, bro. She's so beautiful. Um, that being said, Reva as a character is terrible. Um, so I won't be picking this up, but I could see why somebody would want this. And just objectively, this figure is very well done. I don't... The price point pretty good 260 considering we're usually trending up towards 300 that's not bad a little light on the accessories but i'm not really too sure what else you could add um i thought maybe uh that little lola droid because you know she kind of interacts with that um again i don't know what else you could throw in there other than that so a little light on the accessories but hey at 260 that's a pretty good price um i think it's a solid release uh I guess they're all coming around the same time, so I was kind of expecting it to be a little earlier, but, I mean, it's not that bad. So, solid. Dean, if you like the actress, like, what would be your Bargain Bin Bros price on this? For the, just to have Reva on the shelf? Uh, yeah. Definitely sub 200, maybe like yeah, yeah. 160, Have to get pretty low. Just okay, to clarify, so it's, it's, you don't like the the character not the actress right yeah, yeah the actress right. is great yeah. uh moses ben Ingram, like said, said you know, like she's, the actress. she's did oh, i say yeah. that i meant to, i meant to say the character but you like the i was actress. like well Sorry. yeah i like Thank the you. actress yeah, yeah. just style that yeah, bag yeah. a bit i um, <laughs> dial it back dial it back <laughs> i thought this was a really good uh, release until i saw these side by sides can you go back one or is it just me does it not seem off a tad she almost looks a bit older than the actress actually looks in the show. When you Especially see it on side the right. by side. On the right side. There's something that's off, in my opinion. Um, I think it's... The only thing I can see is... I think she's a little bit darker. Um, skin tone, skin yeah. complexion. But it's also definitely a lighting thing. Um, so I, I don't hate it, because if you look here on, on this right photo, the skin complexion looks pretty good. I would say it, it needs a little bit more brown in the skin tone. Oh. It looks like a bit gray. And that's, uh, Dean, if you remember way, 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 way back when Victoria would mm. always say that Hot Toys, whenever they did um, dark complected characters, they would paint them really gray. And they do the same thing with their, you know, Caucasian skin tone characters. Um, but I think that's a classic, you know, six scale trope where the, like, if you took a portrait and put it next to your hands or, like, your skin, it's really, really gray, usually. And I, I think, think that's that's the problem there. The uh, They really did well on the hair. I just think maybe even the eyes. I don't know. Regardless, we need a representation of her so she could go with uh, Vader and the uh, Grand Inquisitor. Now, 260 is fairly priced. Now, what I worry about is that material on that chest, that chest area, that region there. That pleather over time, that I'd watch out for. 
Um, the arms look like they're a fabric material, so that I don't think you're gonna have an, an issue posing her there. It's more just that chest area, and uh, if we're gonna get any peeling over time. But again, uh, that's there's so many every other figure we have that in the back of our head, so I don't think that should deter you from picking this up, especially especially if you're completing the line. I think it's fairly priced uh, in today's market, and uh, yeah, it's a it's a nice release. Just off a tad. I'm surprised uh, how thick the thighs look on the figure. I don't remember her being that thick necessarily in the show, uh, but it, not something I was necessarily, I guess, looking for. Uh, Damn, I really boy, like the look of the figure. Thick. Damn, boy. <laughs> I like the look of this figure. I think uh, she's beautiful. I think the hair on it's amazing. With the right lighting there, it looks fantastic. I think it's kind of weird that even though the character wasn't very well liked, the hot toy figure is coming out so well, even though it was the Kenobi show. And I would like, I would say that like what we've seen of the Kenobi figure, he looks like a little swollen and allergic in the face. So it's weird to me that the main actor, like the main character of the show didn't get that great of a hot toy, but the character who like people will seem to oh. really not like got such a great hot toy. It's weird. What are you going to say, John? No, no, you froze. Your, your internet time. broke or out just a little bit. Oh, did you it? Did. Oh, jeez. You hate, yeah, you you hate to see a janky internet. Um, I agree that the accessories do seem a little light, but I do see that hologram of the fifth brother there, and it does make me wonder if that's just a tease for an upcoming release, just like Vader with um, the Inquisitor was and vice versa. Uh, so that'll be cool to see. I think if you were able to get all of these in your collection at a reasonable price, I think it would be worth it. I think it's going to look really, really cool. Uh, and her with Vader, uh, I think would look also really cool just to kind of recreate that fight scene, even though Vader didn't kill her for some reason. Spoiler. Um, but I would say uh, that for me, I'm kind of with Dean on this one. Unless she hit a pretty solid bargain bin price, uh, I probably would hold off on this one for quite some time. For me, like I just recently built a list of figures that I want to get next year, and she didn't make the cut at this point. So we'll see how it goes, but it would have to drop pretty significantly uh, to get me there. You know, it's tough when you think about reasons why you'd add a figure to your collection. Is is it like, oh, you like the property? I didn't really care for Obi-Wan that much. Like There were some really great moments, right? But of course, getting the Vader from that, I really do want that Obi-Wan. But how deep down the line do I want to go for a show that I didn't particularly love? Um, or do you like go for a character that you may, maybe you kind of liked? I thought the idea of the character was really cool, but kind of like towards the end of the series, like most things in it, that like, kind of broke down. Um, or is it, you know, you're just, you think the figure looks great. And I think this one personally looks really good. Um, and it's something that I, I really do want to add to the collection. She will look great next to Vader. Um, so it's just kind of debating, like Ben was saying, what's that price point where you would add her? I think 260 is like fairly reasonable. So if she didn't drop any lower than that, I probably could live with that. Um, and, uh, you know, just add her at some point. So it's definitely one that I'm watching kind of how the market plays on her, but it does look great. And it's definitely something that I, I do want to add to the collection. Last point, I think the worry that I would have here is that if this figure doesn't necessarily do well, I hope Hot Toys doesn't associate that with her being like a character of color. I know that we've had issues in the past of getting some of these amazing actresses and actors uh, in Hot Toys form um, that are of color. And like, I wouldn't, I would hope that Hot Toys wouldn't see low sales on this figure as 
that uh, that like the racist or the racial card because i think there's so much good about this character or i should say this actress she's been in lots of banger stuff already and i think she has a really bright future ahead of her even if we didn't like her and obi-wan now i honestly think we're going to see a return of this character in the future and i think they're they're going to start to develop her arc slowly over time and it may actually end up being really impactful and then it would be cool to have this first representation of the character in your in your collection i hope they just don't see it as that anyways uh, Oilers says, I was actually okay with Reva as a character, just think the writing in the second half of the show for her was problematic. But this figure is amazing. I'm super tempted just because of the artistry. Um, yeah, I agree. Anyone else have a take on this? Uh, I was just going to say, I've heard a lot of people say that. Like, just based on an artistic standpoint, this figure's a banger. And they would get it just based off that alone. So, gotcha. Marco, did you go already? I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, my comments were that memorable, though, that, yeah, I went already. Yeah. No, sorry, I was trying to make sure I wasn't missing anything in the comments. I don't want to be... They shaved <laughs> the beard and missed a little. Uh, hey, I'm not feeling well, and I'm here <laughs> today, so I don't want to hear it from anybody. You're a trooper. You're a trooper, uh, bro. <laughs> Limb Toys, uh, John Marston uh, head sculpt was teased with an alternate Arthur Morgan head. Uh, I think Limb Toys makes some of the, um, some of the best uh, figures in the third party realm, I think. Uh it was Fern from Pose Wars that we saw Pose the um what was it? The gunslinger, I think is what they called it. That's Such one, a neat yeah. figure, some great accessories, really really able to capture the swagger from the show. So uh I think this is gonna be interesting. Um at this point it seems like it's just a portrait, but I think Marco, I think you added this to the show sheet. Was this a, a tease for a full figure or is this just like a a uh, head sculpt that you could buy down the road? Yeah, I think it's a tease for a full figure, honestly, because I know John Marston, he's the protagonist from the main game, right? Or excuse me, the first game, the first Red game, Dead yeah. Redemption 1. Um, so yeah, yeah, I think eventually they'll be releasing a full figure, but I haven't seen any more on, on this tease. So they just gave us this, more like limp toys. <laughs> wow. Yeah, at least Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else? Anyone Who's else this from? Red Dead, what's this game from? Red, Red, Dead, Red, Red, Red Dead Redemption, Redemption 2. 2. Yeah. Anyways, no, anyone? We got no. a 20 minute show today? 30? 30 no, it's okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone in the Stallone line, the official clothing brand of Sylvester Stallone, uh, is releasing a 1 6 scale Cobra figure. Uh, they released a Rambo, I want to say two, three months ago. Mm-hmm. I think it was an okay figure. I think I thought it was going to be a lot worse, but uh, this is going to be their next figure in, uh, you know, in this line. And, you know, I got to say, I really genuinely respect. You know, he's going out there, he's he's kind of grabbing his own license and, you know, doing it the way he wants it done. And I, I, I got a lot of respect for that. Uh, I think the first figure, like I said, is, is pretty decent for a first outing. And hopefully they learned enough from this first, uh, first go-around with Rambo to, uh, you know, make some improvements on this one. But uh, there's not a ton of information about pricing. Uh, but I think this one's slated for Q4 2023, so... Uh, hopefully we'll have some more information for that soon, but I know with the Rambo it was pretty hush-hush right up until, um, you know, it came time to, to open up the pre-order, so. Uh, anyone a big Cobra fan here? Um, I've never seen this movie. Dean, you gotta make it a movie of the week, buddy. I didn't even know of this movie, that's how detached I am. Yeah, no, Cobra's cool. Uh, I grew up, my dad loved the movie. The car is kind of like, the 
the draw of the movie. It's it's a really cool. His his car is fucking awesome. Off the top of my head, I don't remember what it was. I just remember what it looks like. It's this really cool gunmetal gray. Um, but yeah, it's an interesting Gamut movie. Um, crime is the disease. Meet the Pablo Meza is correct. The price is two ninety. Two ninety. I do not accept responsibility for this. That's pretty high. Um, what the hell? There's more pictures too. Jesus. Are there? Here, let's uh, let's take a look at some of these photos here. Okay, 1950 Mercury. Yeah. Look at Jesus. that. Jesus, put the glasses back. This on. honestly is a good-looking figure. It looks decent right there. Yeah. It um, does look like him. <laughs> thank you, Pablo. Yeah. Um, what are you guys on? You don't are like you it? Kidding me? Uh, can we go back to that first one? It That's looks good. That's the most Stallone-looking Stallone, I think. Stallone's got a droopy face, John. He could take a lot of punches from... from I don't uh, know. Hold on. Paul go Creed. up a second. Go up. Yeah, it almost I, I, looks... I, yeah I'll, I'll go back up. Okay, see. yeah, that one. Let me see that one. That one down there is good. Keep going. That's up. a good portrait. That's a good honest. portrait, yeah. It almost looks like, not Photoshopped, but something... <laughs> Something with like the photography is like, a little off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too much gabagool. <laughs> Too much I gabagool. That. I could. The way the neck's sitting is uh, something's not kosher there. Uh, it looks like the sideshow Anakin with the crooked apple, Adam's apple. Jeez. <laughs> uh, Bob Dylan, uh, Inigo Gill did the sculpt, so it's a banger. Um. Right here. Look at this. Look at the way this. Something's not right here. Something's fishy in this photo. It, it's. I think it's the skin tone is too dark for the body. The I head. Think that's what yeah, it is. the head. Yeah, yeah, the head. Sorry, the head is too dark. It's I like the five o'clock shadow. I, I like the forearms though. The way they, the anatomy of the body and the grenades and the, like everything else looks good. But that head, something's up with that head. You imagine like, just being a regular I've never, street cop and carrying grenades. <laughs> I'll tell you this. I've never carried a grenade but is that the way that you carry a grenade with the fucking thing on your belt yeah, like the that? joker did it so <laughs> it's the safest way to carry that doesn't seem safe doesn't like one false safe. move and the fucking little thing comes out um these shoes look bad though yeah this needs a little love i don't love the denim i'll be honest i don't love the denim the gun looks pretty soft too I, but it, like hopefully there's other guns you could give them potentially oh look at this the pouch is actually uh that function. that's base cool. is horrible that cobra there it's a cobra it's a cobra that's, base that's, that's fucking oh, awesome i didn't even see the that's cobra in fucking there that's awesome too, that's a little john come on that's also, fucking awesome. over the top like his last name is cobretti that's not even a real name <laughs> that's like i want to name him cobra <laughs> but like don't want to lean into it like how can we get around that we'll call him something like cobretti What's the significance? Of, <laughs> what's the significance of the full size cobra, Dean? Like, is that his pet? That's or? his nickname. No, yeah, they, everyone calls him Cobra. No, but is there an actual cobra in the movie though, or they just? Oh, no, that's his name. Fun? It's been a long time since I've seen it. I don't remember there that being is an actual the cobra. dumbest base. <laughs> I get that. His, that is the coolest thing I've ever worse. seen. I like that base. That base that... is worse than the sand base, the hot tar sand base. <laughs> oh my god! Come on, especially at least they're sculpting a new base for a figure. Come especially on, considering there is no cobra in the movie. That that's is so fucking awesome. <laughs> That he even coils around. Awesome. That's no, cool. That's <laughs> the awesome. coolios never go full cover. <laughs> Great callback to. <laughs> Look at that base. It's got red they, eyes and everything. Look at this. They could never use this base again. Like that's dedication. Dan Lee, he needs a gabagool stand. Yeah. Jesus. Should have put him I, on a piece uh, of salami or something. Jesus Christ. 
<laughs> I um, I love everything about this base. I think now I kind of because you know some guys, you know some guys gonna post him doing a Captain Morgan on the Cobra, like you oh know, hundred percent true. Why are the shoes a size four though? As you mentioned, why are the feet so small? He's got the toddler shoes. Oh, uh, back up. Oh. Whoever put this on the show, she did a disservice by not putting the Cobra picture on the thing. In fairness, uh, I don't think that we're posted when I first saw the image. At this point, okay, so. bad. Were you waving a hot dog over there? By the way, what what the heck are you waving, Zach? A glizzy? What a glizzy? You got a? What are you talking about? Dog? Looks like you're waving a hot dog over there, but what I don't you know. What about? It was. Zach's not here. That's Fern. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking I don't know what the fuck Ben is talking about. Ben's on, you oh, know, that. Did you see his later. dog in the background? Oh, maybe that's different. what it was. Oh, a, ta- a tail Hang maybe? On, I'm, oh, trying okay. to, I'm trying to pull this cobra out, but it's being difficult. Here we go. Did anybody else see that? I thought Zach was waving oh, a hot dog around. around. Boy, boy, 290, I'm, I'm, though. Check the tape. 290, though. <laughs> 290. Boy, that's a... That's a tough. That's almost a four hundred dollar figure once it gets to Canada. That's and that's it's not even in art. Fuck. You hate to Jesus Christ. <laughs> for the base alone, I mean, though. Come on, for the base, I would pay like a one ninety. I don't like the way I could see that that uh, torso breaking <laughs> point. Shoes are fucking terrible. Yeah, why are his feet so small? <laughs> so incredibly small. What if that screen? What they say about guys with small feet? They small got small socks. socks. <laughs> Why is that one picture of his watch upside down? Because he's looking at time doing a handstand. Oh, I- <laughs> these these shoes look like the pastor sneakers, the Air Jesus. I mean, in that that pose though. This is okay, this oh, it was the seventies. That makes sense. That's true. Stallone should be disgusted by this product. He's making it. That's the problem. <laughs> That's the point. He should be making the best flipping figure out there of himself. Look. His belt is even all off-center, too. Jesus Christ. Maybe he's been punched so many times he actually thinks this does look pretty good. No, it's the plastic gets into the bloodline. All the plastic, <laughs> right? All the injections. I'm excited for this. I, I, I like the base. I think it's a nice touch. you got to hold your lighter to the portrait a little so it could get a little more accurate. I'm going to pull the pictures up in bed later and and think Jesus. about the Cobra base. Man, quality jokes here. More bed talk. It's over. Bed talk with Ben. <laughs> Jesus, Ben. Ben really enjoys you know. being in bed with his beautiful fiance. Every time oh. he's like, I'm in bed with my fiance. It's like, bro, we <laughs> get Cobra. it. Who else would you be in bed with? Everybody knows. Everybody um, knows. Giannis uh, Antetokounmpo by Interbay. Two ninety nine. Uh, Q4 2022. I gotta say, Giannis is a good-looking guy, and this looks nothing like the Greek freak. Um, this ain't it. I I'll, I'll pull up a photo for those that are curious. Um, but I gotta say, I really enjoy these figures. Um, I think it's great. Like for the players that have won multiple championships, they'll like Kobe. They had all his trophies and all his accolades on the. Um, you know, as part of the uh, the display there. Uh, one thing that I think is lacking, um, Marco, maybe you know this more than I do, but I feel like a lot of the characters uh, or players that I've seen from Interbay, they usually come with a lot of different sneakers. Um, he only has one pair here, but like Michael Jordan or the Kobe Bryant's, they usually come with like six or seven. I think Jordan yeah, I think came with like were... 20 pairs of sneakers. So Yeah, he comes this with like seems one a bit through slim. 13. Yeah, this yeah is I, th- I think for slim. most standard releases, they just come with the one pair, but because Jordan and Kobe are kind of like those legacy collections, they, they throw in a few extra pairs for them. 
Gotcha. I mean, Giannis is like probably the best player in the NBA right now. So I mean, come on. I've never heard of him. He's he's come awesome. On, okay, so 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 have that in your mind there, that photo there. And I just I just the don't Bucks have won a championship. It. Yeah, they did. I just don't see this at all, to be honest. Like that, this guy here doesn't look anything like that other guy. That's not. That's Jack, though. Super eh? far off. Oh, he's, yeah, he's a freak. Like, like it could be like brother. They call him the Greek freak because the guy is just an absolute tank. Like, look at him. It seems mean. Looks like he's chewing, like chewing tobacco. Looks more like Thanasis. <laughs> Anyways, um, I guess no one. I think this is dead in the water for us here. Anyone? Yeah, there's not a lot. Of, not a lot of basketball fans. I, I will say, like, I haven't gone down the Enterbay line. I really mm-hmm. do want to, but I don't like all the seams. Like, for whatever reason, that just seems off to me. And they're asking a really premium price for all these. So it's a good point. Yeah, like I, I'm just so tempted because. In certain lights, like even this, like custom. Well, the body is like obviously designed specifically for him. It looks really great, but for two ninety, like that sculpt should be way better than it is. So, I'm waiting, waiting to break through on one of these Enterbay figures. Um, I'm sure one of these times they'll get me. Okay, so Enterbay has done Shaq, which was terrible. Yeah, that was really bad. Um, they've done who else did they do? Kobe, uh, Steph Curry. They've done quite a few players. Iverson. How many of them have been like spot on in terms of likeness? Like, the Kobe's are really good, and the, the Dorms are really, really good. Twelve-inch mm-hmm. um, Moose Dream, my Boba Fett Arena figure arrived today. Congratulations, buddy! Nice. So, who's more hit or miss, Asmus or Enerve? <laughs> um, well, depends on what line. <laughs> if you're looking at the sports, maybe. Well, they stopped everything else, right? That, that question thing: Who's more hit and who's more miss? Is that what you're asking? Yeah, like who? Yeah, who's more hit or miss? Asmus is a much better company, I think. To be honest, Story I'm upset advice. because this would be a, a NBA player I would buy a figure of, and it's so bad. Like, Enter Bay, it's just poorly done. Enter Bay in their heyday, where they did Terminator and they did the Joker and Batman, would obliterate Asmus. Oh, yeah, I didn't even wrong. know they did. I mean, NECA, they stopped. NECA they stopped. obliterated the uh, Enter Bay Batman, so I mean. Well, know. then you woke up and realized you well, were... Well, the fans voted, so I mean, well, if you're telling me uh, the fans woke up too... Well, I don't <laughs> that know. That is an but... all-time unboxing banger. If you guys want to see a good unboxing, Interbay Batman unboxing at the neck at quarter scale. We won't even compare the two, but regardless, um, like Interbay Terminator would obliterate um, anything Asmus has put out. But this, I don't know why they stopped. They stopped and now they're focused on the sports stuff. For that case, I don't know. Hasbro's actually making NBA figures next, right? Six, yeah, in uh, six, six inch scale. Oh, six inch. My fuckers okay. are gonna be huge. I, I don't. Uh, I don't think it's fair to put Asmus and Enterbay in the same bracket. I think you should go like you put uh, Neca and Enterbay in the same bracket. No, no, you shouldn't and put Neca. You could put Neca and Asmus, but how dare you? <laughs> so um, Zach, when when you were saying this is a figure that you would get, but it looks it doesn't look good. Is it just the sculpt, or is there other? It's other things the about portrait. It? Yeah. It's the portrait. Um, but besides the portrait, look at everything else. There's it's, a, it's, it's a nice. It's a nice set to be honest, because yeah. it has all his different accolades. Um, I'll be honest. I don't know. I know what the gold trophy is 
because we have five of them in San Antonio, but I don't know what the other ones are. Like, like MVP, um, let me just slip something in quick. Or, yeah, yeah or probably. Like, Go ahead, John. We were just giving Riva. Uh, oh, two sixty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She comes with nothing. Oh, in no way. In no way, this is worth it. I think. In two ninety, look what you're getting though. If you're a sports fan, like you got to be a hardcore. I would and, say into the NBA Bucks fan to kind of. Yeah. Okay, but I would say if it came with the home and the away jersey, maybe. There you go. But I think it just comes with the. Yeah, it just comes with the away jersey, or I guess that's the home jersey, and then the uh, the blazer or the what is that? The warm up sweater. Okay, but also, also, how many how many NBA figures they coming out with a year? Probably. I think they're trying to expand. Yeah. Yeah. This year, this year they're actually going to do quite a few. Okay. Um. I mean, you have to think that every Star Wars fan is buying most releases. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine, like, let's just say there's a Bucks fan or or someone like Zach, who's he just kind of likes this this one player. He's not buying thirty NBA figures a year, so like the That's price true. isn't super crazy to yeah. me, uh, considering they're paying, you know. Obviously, the likeness, the the license for the the uh, for the NBA the team, itself to use the their NBA, and the they're going shoes. to Nike, yeah, to all the yeah. different like yeah, it's that's not, not a bad so point. outrageous that I'm like this is ridiculous, but also like I said, they're not like the Shaq is terrible. Yo, that basketball that's sick. Was that a tune version of Jordan there? Yeah, I know. I oh, okay. I kind of lost it for a second. I was like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> I that basketball the net in the locker room is cool. They got yeah. they got uh, Kevin Durant, oh, but they yeah. should include all the jerseys because he's going to change teams again. Wow. So. <laughs> um, and a bird. Do they have any as Spurs well. players? What the fuck? Damn it, no, Dean! I was going to say that for the uh, which figure do you? I wanted Tim Duncan. I would buy a Timmy D. <laughs> Dude, Timmy D, Manny uh, G, Tony P. Come Ma- on, wait, Manu? <laughs> yeah, Manu Ginobili. Man- Oh, you said Manny G. That's that's our yeah. Manny. Oh, that is Manny G. Man. Manu G. <laughs> well, I, I'd buy a one six scale Manny Gonzalez NBA figure. <laughs> Me too. Like a baller as fuck. Oh, wow. Uh, Kit's cons. No, that like a, like a basketballer. I'll tell you. <laughs> uh, that's what the kids say, right? <laughs> Why you gotta make it? I was giving him a compliment, and you. I actually didn't pick up on what you said, and you immediately went into. Uh, defense. <laughs> fuck <mode>. you. <laughs> That's what the funny part. Because I know you. I just know you. Uh, the kit's concept Macross VF1S got a flame with fast pack armor limited edition. That's a mouthful. November yeah. 2022. Uh, this one comes in at 259.99. This is uh, 172nd scale, limited to a thousand pieces. Uh, is this a pickup for you, Dean? Um, this is tempting. One limited edition, only a thousand pieces. But I have the one seventy second VF1S and the VF1J, and they're not particularly the best VF1s out there. But this one, for those who are listening and not looking at it, is is based on the color scheme of the Transformer version. Um, what's his name? Jetfire. Um, thank you, Erwin. Yeah, it's a Jetfire tribute, G1. So it's it's cool. It's kind of like a, this kind of mix between, well, it is Macross, but it's also paying homage to when Hasbro 
kind of took the figure. I don't even, it was a whole licensing thing. They were like, eh, fuck it. We have the rights to it. We'll just use it. And then it launched like this fucking culture war. It's insane. You should look it up. But yeah, so this is, it's cool. It's very tempting, but 259 seems a little high. I think they're usually like, even with the fast pack armor, I want to say they're like 179 usually. So I don't really understand the German price. I guess just because it is limited, I'll probably end up skipping it because it's again, it's just an homage to Transformers. I don't even collect Transformers, so what's the? I just what did we say the price was on the Steam? Two fifty nine. Dang. Yeah. Gets so, up there, right? Pretty high. And like I said, kids concept of they're not. They're not terrible, and they have lights for as small as they are. Light up cockpit, light up engines, light up uh, the fast pack armors, light up. So, like, it, they're definitely worth what I think is the original price. I, I don't know about two fifty nine. Is it batteries, sorry, or is it like a rechargeable or USB or like? Yeah, they're like little watch batteries you got to put in there. Interesting. Okay. But like they cut the fit and finish just like isn't there like you'll like peg something in because you know they transform so they have to like hold their form and like the mm -hmm. pegs will just keep popping out and it's very very annoying um but yeah i just thought that was cool uh so two things if you're in the united states um chrome boba fett uh is shipping this week and then chrome um, boba fett or, I'm, Jesus Christ, sorry. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm under the weather. I'm, I'm here, <laughs> I'm under the weather, I'm live. He got his ball shaved and now he forgot the whole show sheet. Well, ball. Okay, Ben, you freaking, you give me no you give me no price for Cobra, you give me no picks for Cobra. <laughs> Over here, washing and drying, we got listeners correcting us in the chat. There's only so much I can do uh, in bed in one evening. Okay. Throne Boba. <laughs> Invoices sent out, the one that we talked about last week, and Chrome Clone Trooper. Is now shipping, so there's so that. Throne Boba or just the repaint uh, single. Oh my god, I don't know. Is okay. anyone still okay. buying that? Jesus I want to say it's the repaint armor, not the yeah. I, I haven't seen anything on the throne yet. That's why I ask. Uh, Lane says, "Looks like Throne Boba notices going out from sideshow six scale okay. news to you live." So yeah, Bob so Dylan. If, it, if Lane's too. wrong, he's fired. No, no, Bob confirmed no, no. as well. Bob Dylan confirmed as well. Okay, okay that's thank sweet. you. Where's that? Where's this Bob Dylan comment? Sweet angel. Wait, where is it? I'm... Where That's like Bob from like three that? years ago already, no? The Book of Boba? Wasn't that not that long ago? No, that was the end of Mando season two. Like, are we st oh, that's right. Mando, yeah. Yeah. Wait, we where, did Bob, where did Bob Dylan Are we still excited this? about that? I, I don't did even Did he know. send it in the chat, John? No, no, he didn't send it in the chat. Where did he send it? I'm confirming it. What do you need? A physical evidence is coming from the word. Zach is asking for it. Oh. I mean, I just want to make sure I'm not giving false information. No, we're not giving false information. If when I say okay, Bob when, Dylan when says he got yep, yep, Bob Dylan. Yep, he got. I got the screenshot. No, Bobby okay. D. Fucking <laughs> when, guy. When the words <laughs> come out of these lips, it's 100. percent Those lips don't lie, just like Shakira. Um, but John, when you, <laughs> you know, don't else lie. about her toes. <laughs> Jesus when Christ. John, <laughs> when John says, "Who wants that?" Though I think that's actually like a really cool version of Boba. That I'm keeping my eye on. Undoubtedly, if the two packs drop 25%, this one may follow soon. So keeping an eye on it for sure. It's a, that it's, throne is badass. Yeah, it's a it's badass. The problem is it's coming out after the Book of Boba. If that came yeah. out when Mand if that came out immediately, 
at the end of Mando, that thing would have sold like this. Immediately. But we got to see yeah. Book of Boba. Everyone was disappointed. Yeah. Well, not everyone, but people were disappointed. So it's well, tarnishing. Let me it tell you this. I'm flying, for sure. I'm flying solo today. Victoria's out of town. Equan says, pop some pills and take a nap. As soon as the show's over, I'm going to bed. And ain't nobody can stop me. Um, you know what else uh, can't be stopped, John? Our sponsor. That's right. One Six Corner. Their mission is to provide the best figures and collectibles to their customers. They offer great prices, great packaging, fast shipping, and best-in-the-business customer service. Collecting weekly listeners get 10% off in-stock figures while our show is live. Be sure to use code capital C, capital W, 10. You can choose your figures, pay safely with PayPal, and you leave the rest to them. All right. Um, so Boba Fett... Um arena suit six scale figure this is the black armor version um this was um released obviously and and there was a bit of of uh there was a bit of of drama with the australian collectors and um here's what we've we've got here because an address utilized on your sideshow account is located in a restricted region we are unable to fulfill this order this is unfortunately out of sideshow's control and we sincerely apologize for any inconvenience a full refund including the deposit and any rewards used will be processed to the original payment method within two to five business days uh people have inquired and the responses that were given was there may be another vendor that's got the license for distributing that particular piece in your country they also went on to say that it's not related to the battery issues. Uh, and so at least at present, that's, uh, you know, kind of what's going on. And I, I genuinely feel bad for those collectors that, you know, chose not to go with the Hong Kong resellers. And, uh, you know, they uh, they kind of got shafted, to be honest. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely upset for them. Yeah, it's pretty shitty. Um because it's kind of like last minute, like, oh, by the way, you're not getting your thing. Sorry. It's like, why, why couldn't you have told me this ages ago? What changed? Like, I don't understand. And we don't know what the licensing issue is? There has been no confirmation of what the issue is that I can see. I've just seen a lot of people. Um, oh, my God. It's kind of fucked up. A lot of people have been celebrating that they're converting on the wait list. And a lot of Australians are upset that they, you know, they're basically forced to pay, you know, if they mm -hmm. really want to, these, you know, because the pricing on the aftermarket was bad already. Like, mm -hmm. some people said it's uh, $900 plus. Oh, but now now that, now that this that right has happened, now. it's, you know, more demand, less supplies. So. I would have thought it was the batteries for sure, but if they're confirming that it's not, that's shocking. Oh, OG fan saying the Australian import laws have changed yeah someone was saying that it it may be because every product has to be vetted you know to make sure it complies with these things mm -hmm. but uh it, to me that doesn't make any sense hmm. and anyone yeah christian saying uh i kind of understand the licensing because only one store here is carrying the arena boba Fett as well he's in korea <clears throat> Thanks for tuning in all the way from Korea, Christian. Yeah, Love fucking to... awesome. Does anyone on our Steam panel have anything they want to add to this? Or this I, I'm esteemed? just wondering if Hot Toy... Well, I mean, I guess it wouldn't change even if they could. Come out with it again, saying like, hey, our bad, we fucked up, here you go. 
uh, for the Australians, but I mean, if import stopped it for the first time, what's to stop it for a second time? So, yeah, I just don't know what the issue is that would cause a whole continent to not be allowed the figure. Not only that, but I think pop culture would be the distributor for for that part of the world, right. and they they've said that they don't have that figure, so. It's not like, you know, hey, it's canceled, you know, go to pop culture to get it. You think think that would be a big enough issue, though, to, to like, actually generate a big statement, like an actual legit statement? That's my point, Ben, where it's like, okay, Sideshow's just like, sorry, nothing we can do, maybe this, instead of like, hey, let's, like, try to take some steps to connect you with the supplier and, you know, try to figure out how you can get this figure. It's just like, sorry, you're shit out of luck, you know, better luck somewhere else. Which is a really terrible response, and they should be transparent and address why this is happening. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I think if they re-release the figure, Dean, even just to a specific province, it would still create like the most outrage. <laughs> People would just go nuts. Yeah, that's what OG fans saying. It's yeah. a toy fair oh, exclusive, yeah. so yeah, you know, go nuts. It, it would be a toughie. Um, so one of our. Uh, one of our I mean, topics wasn't, was wasn't Darkseid Anakin a Toy Fair exclusive, and then they re-released him again, and then they came out with regular Anakin. So wasn't like, it? It wasn't wasn't no. it not a re-release? It was just more stock coming to the yeah. It was, they, it was that's how they do all the Toy Fairs. It was you had to be at the convention to get it. <laughs> more stock, then, yeah. Pulled it out of the ocean. I, I will not be surprised if we see this Boba <laughs> Fett again because so many people got fucked. Um, because I've, because the the Anakin was. I really want this fucking figure, and I have to be there to get it. That's bullshit. And they're like, "Oh no, you can, you can just order it online." Yeah, hold on, Here hold you on. Go. A There's a bunch more. I don't remember the last Toy Fair exclusive that Sideshow didn't have in stock afterwards. Mm-hmm. They always have. Sideshow always gets the, the Toy Fair exclusive stock, not right away, a couple weeks. Yeah, Dean. Regular Anakin came out before Dark Side Anakin. Dean, no, yeah. it didn't. Yes, it you're is. right, John. Too though, because like I got it my Hot Toys uh, uh, Two Face Two Point the 2019 huh. exclusive on Sideshow like yeah, three course, years yeah. later. <laughs> Dark Side, I think Dark Side Dark did Side come Anakin, off first. It was a Toy Story exclusive. I, I don't think so. Yes, it was. Hang well, on, you're right, hang on. Ben. Rainer bought hang it for on. me after his accident. You're right, Ben. Hang they on. all uh, go Rainer on bought you Dark Side Anakin. No, he bought me regular Anakin because I didn't want Dark Side Anakin. Dark Side Anakin came out first. Yeah, that's how I got all my toy with the amazing here base. In Canada. And I when never... he came out regular, he didn't have the base, and people were like, "Oh, it comes with a shit." I don't shit think he base. did. I, I don't think he did. Hang on. Yes, uh, Bob. Dark, we know that. Yeah, uh, it was a toy for exclusive dark side. Yeah. Um, Equan saying regular Anakin came out first. Anakin was MMS four thirty seven. Dark side Anakin was MMS forty six. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah, right. I was wanting some some suspense. You want me to hit the button too. for you, Dean? <laughs> no, because I'm not wrong. <laughs> Here we go. Um, yeah, we, just let me know when you're ready for me to press it. No, no, no. You, you keep doing your fucking show. Do it. Just, just hover over the. <laughs> okay. Button. I I feel like this topic is going to go nowhere just based on how the previous sports topic went nowhere. <laughs> uh, what what sports? Uh, what do you call them? Athletes? <laughs> what do you want to see in one six scale? <laughs> Off to a great start. Uh, I should have worn my sports, sports shirt. Personalities. Sports, shirt. <laughs> sports ball throwers. <laughs> Basketballers. 
Um, I would. Um, I would. Uh, I'd like uh, a Tiger Woods, and a Tim Duncan and David Robinson. Good old sports ball. That, that's who I would like. That's who I would like. Sports what about players? you, Dean? What about you? Bro, an Emmett Smith would be badass. And a Troy Aikman? Dallas Cowboys? The triplets? Too? Come on. Go with Michael <clears throat> Irvin, too. Yeah, Michael Irvin. The, uh, some, uh, honestly, like some football players would be amazing. Like Brett Favre. Um, I fucking even hate to mention Tom Brady. I would never buy a Tom Brady, but Tom Brady. Um, like there's so many great football players that like, like there's just no six scale football. Why do, why do you think that's hard. the case? Is it because you know the uniforms are too intricate? Like they need to do Maybe? the pads and the helmet, I mean, and that's the only thing I could think of. But I don't know. But yeah, some football players would be fucking badass. John, what about you, buddy? What do you think? No, I don't do sports. Uh, <laughs> Ronaldo from the Portugal nice. team, the soccer team. That's it. I don't know. sports is not my custom. There's a custom. Right? No, I don't do. That's I don't have time one. for sports, guys. I'll be honest. I uh, I love hockey. So there's some. Like I used to be a Leafs fan more so back in the day. Uh, I used to watch a lot of hockey with my dad. So, uh, uh, um, what's it called? Um, Dougie Gilmore uh, would be a good one. Uh, Felix Potvin uh, from back in the day. I would love to see. Uh, even a even a Sundin. I used to love Sundin back in the day. He was he was a killer hockey player. Uh, and I then if we were talking, uh, oh man, I don't. So, did you say too. some D? Um, ben, was it some probably. D? Probably. No, Sundin. You have... no. Oh, Sundin. Sun... Matt some Sun... D. No, no. Marco wants some Whatever. D. Matt no. Sundin. <laughs> Something about pudding. <laughs> um, and also, I know, like I know it's not a legit uh, a legit sports player, but uh, I would love a, a Happy Gilmore in my collection. Um, I just think that would be a fucking awesome, an awesome figure, and maybe a Bob Barker golf player as well. Yes, Bob Barker. Yes, but, well, with the Price is Right thing. Bob Barker and Happy Gilmore. I'd love to see it. Even a Shooter McGavin, hundred percent. But uh, there's not a lot of other sports that I, I watch a lot. Uh, there's a few baseball players that I would I would uh, maybe collect, but mostly hockey. Yeah, I would I would love some more '90s NBA or like early 2000s. Like Jason Williams, I think is one that would trans. You know the the purple king's uniform would just be awesome all his tattoos so i think that'd be a really great figure like dean was saying though the football that's one that i still scratch my head on and trying to figure out why there are not six scale football players it's maybe because it's such an american thing and six scale collecting is so niche within our market that they really can't you know sell these figures globally like they could baseball or i don't know soccer figures um or NBA for that matter. But yeah, like football just seems like any pre- previous players, you know, even like I was saying before, starting with Tom Brady would probably be the natural progression, like Sean's saying here. Like that's, he's just so famous. It'd be like a, a no brainer for a company just to tackle a Tom Brady, even if it was like a Patriots version and just see how it goes. Um, but I am concerned that, you know, the pads are all different sizes the helmets um, and maybe it just takes some unique tailoring, but I feel like if someone were to, you know, take on a line like that, they'd, you know, have a lot of money to gain. So hoping that someone does it here soon, but that is my list. And yeah, a lot of, a lot of big sports fans on this panel. So this was a good topic uh, to bring up. I love to see I, who mentioned it here. I got I got to find the comment now. 
I missed it. Sorry, whoever whoever said it, but a Don Cherry, 100%. That would actually Jesus. be a sweet setup. You could have the table, Ron McLean and Don Cherry, have a, like, have a, like a flowery jacket on him. With <laughs> the dog, too. The dog, Blue. Free <laughs> you people. Free <laughs> you people. That's right. That's right. And I get Gretzky, but I, I avoid thought Gretzky was the worst looking dude, so I, I don't know if I'd want him in figure format, to be fully honest. <laughs> Tough crowd, tough crowd. Today's. I don't know anything about hockey. I know this is like the worst show we've ever done. They just shoot guns over there. It's because you shaved. Hey, to be fair, that is all your personality. Well, not the way you guys do it. Let me tell you something, Zach. You shaved. You ruined the the anatomy of the of the show. You shaved. Well, only one. I wanted to. We're like the Goatilas brothers. Yeah, but hello, I have a face like this. Like this. (laughs) (laughs) One too much gabagool. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Hey, leave John alone. He's handsome. Uh, Episode. He's the handsome. uh, uh, What's his name? Yeah, it was Vintage Rebellion that mentioned the Don Cherry. Good call. Good Good call. call. Episode 232 Opinions versus Decisions. John, I'll let you intro this topic and uh, give your thoughts first. Yeah, you know, we think about opinions versus decisions. We're on here, streamers, we come on here every week. There's a slew of other streamers out there giving their opinions. Maybe too many opinions. Uh, And we, the viewers, I'm a viewer myself, everyone in here tonight watching. I want to know, how far are opinions, how much do they matter to you when you're making your decision on pre-ordering a figure, on choosing a company to pre-order from, I'll say for me, myself, personally, I watch YouTube like everybody else, statue streamers, hot toy streamers, whatever, like the figure streamers, like we do here, and um, I always make the final decision. I like to listen to other people's opinions just because it opens up another window of ideas and maybe something I missed that I, I, I didn't catch when I looked at the figure or... Like in art, when you guys mentioned that short cape, I didn't even pick that up until you guys mentioned it. So stuff like that, I like to hear the feedback. But I personally uh, hope that I do what I hope my listeners do, is listen to my feedback and just say, hey, you know what? Oh, that's another perspective to listen to. Don't take everything I say with a grain of salt, just like I don't I do not whatever anyone else says. I just don't, oh, well, Zach like said, I'm going to go pre-order it or this influencer likes it that that's it take the time make a decision and be sure to make your purchases for you and your collection curate your collection for yourself not for anybody else that's what i try to do so i thought it was a cool uh little discussion to have yeah that's interesting because i think when i first started like really seriously collecting back in 2014 2015 It was kind of like in the local groups here in town. It was like, this is the hot figure. If you don't have it, like, you suck. So I was buying shit that I didn't even particularly like. It was just like, I want to be the fucking most badass toy collector in the group, right? And then eventually it just gets to a point where it's like, that's too expensive to do. I think, John, you nailed it on the head. You're like, just do what's best for your collection, and yeah, I remember like the moment that clicked for me, I was buying some Star Wars figures 
and my buddy was like hey like you should buy the rest that are in this line it was like three and three quarter in star wars i was like yeah but i don't even like those characters and he was like yeah but it's like you know you get the whole fucking thing and i was like but i don't want them in my collection <laughs> and from then on i was like i'm just gonna buy the shit i like because like this is getting ridiculous so yeah that's a interesting uh interesting topic that's a good one i um i don't know i i think you know kind of like what you said in the beginning maybe probably a little bit more influence but i i just i think it was it i was talking to eddie about this but so many people have opinions on how people should collect like you should have a focus or you should stick to one scale or you should do whatever you want but i feel like i'm perfectly happy buying you know whatever i want in whatever scale I want. And, you know, I, I think that's the way to do it. I don't think, you know, anyone should be influenced by, by content creators or their friends. If, if it makes you happy, you're the one that's going to have to pay for it and have to look at it. I think you should just get it. And uh, don't worry about what other people think. That's what I would say. So first of all, Dean doesn't like Darth Maul. So I purposely didn't buy it yet. Because I was devastated <laughs> when I posted in the group that I wanted a Darth Maul, and Dean was like, that character is shit, you don't need it in your collection. And I was like, devastated. <laughs> oh, that is true. <laughs> but you have to stay to your roots. If you're a fan, then <laughs> you'd be a fan. On, that true. was an opinion from a buddy, and I was like, damn. I, I was like... Zach, but I, Zach likes Asmus. It's the same thing. I like, thought oh. it was cool. <laughs> Having said that, Jokes aside. Ben, Ben, this is the same guy that thinks the Dark Knight and Heath Ledger's Joker are no good. So, That's true. On. That's true. It's getting questionable as the further along we go. I think <laughs> I think what resonates with me anyways is nobody else is giving me money to buy my collection. Right. So nobody else's opinions really matter as long as I want it, as long as I think it's cool. You know, if Dean comes over to my collection, I'll just put Darth Darth Maul away until he leaves. I I, <laughs> I, I just don't want to hear it, but I'll still enjoy the shit out of it, right? Yeah, I think 100%. I think the hard part, and I know John's made fun of me for this before because John only watches my YouTube videos on mute, but he remembers. It, I do. It stuck. That also stuck with me. I I, so, I soak shit in, guys. John you know, is I'm, so a, I'm like a. I'm a sponge. No, it was a okay. good joke. What was that joke? I was actually working the other day, and I thought of that joke. <laughs> you said something. Oh, you were like, I like to watch my YouTube uh, unboxings or something on mute. It was and a, I said, hey, well, that's how I watch your videos. <laughs> that's the reason I'm getting ahead of it, because that actually furthers my point about this, is that when I got started as a collector, I found that I was being really heavily influenced by people who knew better than I did. I didn't have any buddies or friends that collected 1-6 scale. So I started to find Facebook groups and community members that had opinions about some of these things, these really expensive items that I wanted to buy. But then I found that their thinking on it was starting to influence my decision. Like, if they thought it was crap, I was like, oh, I thought it was cool. That's the reason I wanted to even search for this video. But if Marco doesn't think it's cool, well, shit, like, uh, maybe maybe I shouldn't get it. But then I started to think, well, 
if I'm searching the video, it means that I'm in, it's it's in my mind. I'm thinking about making the purchase. So I actually did start watching you know things like Justin reviews videos on mute, so I could get a really good close look at the figure without hearing kind of the thoughts on the figure. I, then I could kind of just make a judgment call on my own terms. You know, it's hard because when we have friends like we do in the community, you know, I sent Marco and uh, Big Breda a list of figures that I want for next year. And it was like nine figures. And I was I was in bed the other night making this list. And I started to kind of tally it up. And I was at like just under four grand for, I think, nine figures next year. And I was like, damn, that is a lot of money. Like, I, wow, like maybe I need to kind of scale it back. And I sent the list of these guys thinking like, you know, just to get some gut checks on it. And of course, as soon as I sent it, Bretta and Marco were both like, well, what about the Luke? What about any of the Star Wars line? What about this? What about that? And I'm like, oh my God, like I'm going to have like 27 figures next year if I'm not careful. But it's, but nobody else is buying the collection for me, but me. So as great of suggestions and, and thought as that was, because it never reached my own thinking, I honestly, I didn't think about some of those other figures because I clearly don't feel like I necessarily need them in my collection. It wasn't until I was influenced by some of my friends that I was like, oh, maybe I do want those. But then I find that those are the figures that end up in your collection that sometimes you end up selling. Like the Batman Beyond that I had. I got that figure because of FOMO and because I heard everybody talking about how freaking cool it was. And as cool as it was, it just didn't fit my collection. So I sold it and took a loss, which then didn't feel worth it. So long story short, I think when people say that it's always the longest story ever, <laughs> I think the decision is up to you. Nobody's going to buy your collection and it doesn't really fucking matter what people think about it unless you ask for their opinion. If you ask for somebody's opinion, sure, take it with a grain of salt. John, you know, he might not like something that I do, um, but that's okay. <laughs> like It doesn't really matter because at the end of the day, I'm not going to invite John over anyways. I'm going to invite Dean over and put the Darth Maul in the wow. <laughs> So wow. don't worry. Wow. It's, but it's not like, <laughs> hold on. It's wow. not like we can, uh, but at the same time, we're all uh, influencers here. It's not like we're all going to sit around a table and sing Kumbaya. Dude. Opinions are good because exactly. we have an audience. An, well, uh, without opinions, we'd be out of business. Like, you got Well, to not that only too. that, we're also, you know, experience not that the listeners are 100 percent but if you make a habit of watching your your review videos on mute you're also kind of setting yourself up for failure because justin might point out hey this armor piece is a huge pain in the ass and it's always it's falling true. off and yeah. it, it kind of ruins the figure for me mm -hmm. and you buy the figure without expecting to see that and it starts happening to you it's going to sour that figure for you. So, mm -hmm. yeah, there's like a kind of healthy medium, you know. You're you're to, not wrong. That's a great point, Dina, in terms you, of a counterpoint. Because, like, yeah. be, because you're, you're right. Like, there are some figures where you want to hear kind of the, the deep and dirty, right? Like, you want to know oh. what is going on with it. But then there are figures like the Inquisitor where I didn't love the, didn't love the character, didn't particularly love the, the portrayal of the role. But after watching a whole bunch of videos about how how good it still looked i was like well maybe i should bring it in the collection and i'm like what am, what am i even doing like where is my collection journey even going <laughs> yeah, if i'm just gonna yeah. randomly buy shit because other people think it's cool like no like that can't happen you have to still yeah. you don't have to pick a lane i buy I, the reason i called my my youtube channel the ben thomas show is because i want to collect everything that i think is cool and 
if you watch it, you watch it, right? Like, I, if you come over, it, there's lots of random stuff in here. Um, I don't feel like you need to pick a lane, but I do think you need to buy what resonates with you. I picked my lane. He's on unboxings on Mondays. Love you, lane. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was really good. It's a shaky one, though. Um, so I will, I will just say, as you're getting into hobbies... You know, be it like one six or honestly any hobby, it's really good to listen to those that have been in the hobby for a long time. So I think that's kind of what got me into the YouTube world. It's like, okay, I'm kind of on a fact finding mission or collecting data. Like, let me hear what others are saying about this. So, you know, because I haven't seen a lot of these figures. Like when I first started collecting hot toys, I get the first one and I want to buy another, but like, I don't have enough data points to really make an informed decision. Um, and obviously they're so expensive. You don't really just like buy them just to buy them. So I feel like, you know, up front, it's pretty important to find voices that you enjoy, that, you, you know, you feel like you respect, and um, but also not sticking with just one voice. Like, kind of having a variety of opinions, I think, is also important in, in everyday life, right? You don't want to be in an echo chamber. And so, you know, kind of rounding out the information you have. It's a lot more work on your end, but... So I do find now that I'm a bit further into the hobby, you know, others' opinions are a little less important um, because I kind of do know what I'm getting from each release. But, you know, that kind of changes because now that we've got in art, it's like, okay, I knew what I had with Hot Toys. I kind of know what to expect from each release, uh, you know, minus some variations here and there. But here comes a new player into the game. I have no experience with them. This is where I, you know, go talk to John, go talk to others who have, you know, had the statues or like have seen the statues or know about the company. And so you kind of like get their opinion uh, to make an informed decision your own. So I feel like it's always just in a collaborative process. But I think as everyone has said, you know, at the end of the day, you've got to make up your own decisions and, uh, you know, make up your own mind. But make sure that you're listening with a kind of a skeptical mind and, um, yeah, just kind of taking all the data points, but not letting too much of what others say sway you because like ben said at the end of the day it's your money you got to make the adult decision what you're spending that money on you'll love to see it 100 percent, buddy um let's uh let's move on to actually there's one thing i did want to talk about um so this week brennan frazier uh was in the news a six minute standing ovation and now an Oscar favorite for his movie, The Whale. And I got to say, um, I'm just so happy for for this man. Just been through just an absolute rough few years. He's a big part of our childhoods with uh, Mummy, uh, George of the Jungle. And I think it's great to see you know, him back in Hollywood and getting the respect that he deserves. And I, I just think, you know... If there's any actor that I would love to see win an Oscar for so many reasons, I think it's it's Brendan Fraser. I think I, I just, you know, I'm just so happy that uh, he's, he's in that talk for for being the uh, Oscar favorite. Yeah, <clears throat> it was um, that was a really emotional video um, for him. But also as a viewer, like, man, this guy's really been through the shit, been through the ringer. Um, you know, he came forward at a time where, um, you know, people weren't really thinking about men, right? The whole Me Too movement was specifically geared for women who were slighted in the industry. And here comes Brendan Fraser, like, hey, like, this fucking happened to me too. And I said something a long time ago, 
And instead of people listening to me, I was fucking like excommunicado from the whole fucking industry. <clears throat> and people were like, holy shit, we fucking dropped the ball with Brendan Fraser and like, it's not right. And so it is really good to see that Brendan Fraser is kind of getting his, um, the respect and the uh, admiration that not only he deserves, because he's a fantastic actor and he's a great mm-hmm. guy outside of the screen. Like some actors are like amazing on screen. Then you hear about him like in their personal lives and they're like pieces of shit. But Brendan Fraser is like actually just a sweet angel everywhere. Um, <clears throat> it's really cool to see him um, getting the recognition that he uh, has earned, quite frankly. Yeah, I, uh, Brendan Fraser, the mummy. That's all I know about him. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic movie, by the way. Yeah, classic mummy. The whale seems interesting. Uh, the synopsis yeah, really, for the whale seems interesting. I, I actually I, have not heard anything about that movie. I just looked it up. It's about a, essentially it's an, uh, a really obese English teacher who tries to reconnect with his estranged uh, teenage daughter. We'll see how that goes, but um, what does obese have to do? Well, that's what it says in the synopsis. I, I, just... I read that he actually put the weight on though for the role, like, this isn't him, like, emotional weight or anything like that. Like, he actually oh. tried to, to get this weight on. It was on, I, I think he, he was a little heavy set, but you know, we don't body shame Brendan Fraser in this house. Yeah. Um, he's a beautiful man. Yeah, we I don't body the, shame anyone. That... <laughs> yeah, so here, Can you here's imagine the prim- if we did, and I'm the one over here doing it. <laughs> Yeah, you got you got a whole lot of ass. Uh, whole lot. No. So the premise is, uh, like John said, 600-pound middle-aged Charlie tries to reconnect with his 17-year-old daughter. The two grew apart after Charlie abandoned his family for his gay lover, who later died. Charlie then went on to binge eat out of pain and guilt. Like I said, it's a um, it's a um, six-minute standing ovation in the Venice International Film Festival, and it'll be released in December, so we gotta go and check that film out and uh, show our support for my boy Brendan Fraser. Uh, our movie of the week uh, was Tropic Thunder. We're probably gonna do a little bit of a shorter show tonight. Had a little bit of family emergency I gotta take care of after the show, so bear with us here. Through a series of freak occurrences, a group of actors shooting a big-budget war movie are forced to become the soldiers they are portraying. Look, there's a lot to say about this movie, but I I think that I think what I want to stick with is I don't think this movie could ever be made again. Oh my god! Like, okay, thank you. <laughs> I was watching it, and that's the first thing that came to my head was that would be made 2022. There's certain television shows and certain movies that are are literally only possible to be done once. And yeah. and the, I mean Robert Downey Jr. playing a black man, incredible. Um, what is th- uh, Ben Stiller? That character he plays Simple Simple uh, Jack. Jack. Simple Jack. Thank you. Could could just absolutely never happen again. Um, this is a fantastic film. Jack Black <laughs> is fucking incredible in this movie. Yes. Um, Tom Cruise in this movie is hilarious. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. I mean the star among stars right i mean he he's just just fucking incredible and uh this I, i'm glad that usby um i'm glad that usby uh picked this one for movie of the week i'm glad that we we entertained him because this movie's fucking wild and and like i said it's been a while that i've seen it but watching it through the lens of someone in 2022 i was like boy <laughs> this could never happen again 
Yeah, I think this movie is definitely ahead of its time because that was like the whole point of the movie was to show the like absurdity of Hollywood and like the shit that like they're so up their own ass that like they get away with some of this shit. So I think like watching it in today's world makes so much more sense than when it came out. Um, Cause like you said, the thing with Simple Jack like is so fucked up. And then Robert Downey Jr. in literal blackface. Like that's, that's the point and the absurdity of the movie that I think most people get lost on today. Um, because they're like, oh my God, Robert Downey Jr. did this. It's like, yes, that was the point of like, you missed the total fucking point of the film. Like you're just upset because that's what you're used to be- being. Um, but yeah, the, the, the social commentary on this movie is fucking next level genius. And it's entertaining as shit to watch. And it's hilarious. Jay Baruchel, awesome actor. Uh, even Tobey Maguire's in this movie. Fucking hilarious. <laughs> um, Matthew McConaughey is like a fucking bumbling idiot. <laughs> uh, the first time I saw Tom Cruise on screen, I had no idea it was him until the end credits rolled. And it was like, Tom Cruise. I was like, holy shit, that is Tom Cruise. What the... like? blew my mind um like absolute banger cast literally at every turn you have um what's his name um from snl uh he's uh tom cruise's like right hand man i forget his name oh, i forgot uh, his name, name too anyway plays the Barry, cast right yeah yeah, yeah. bill hater uh, bill hater thank yes. you yes bill hater also an insane actor i think this is like probably one of his first hollywood movies because this was years ago he was still at snl so to see where he's at today and like in this movie um yeah this (laughs) one of the greatest films ever and unfortunately i feel like now it's gotten kind of people taking offense to it so probably won't have as high a ranking in the social order of things moving forward but hilarious movie if you haven't seen it what are you doing with your life <laughs> go watch *Tropic thunder it's amazing dean i want to go after you really quick sorry john because i feel like i have the like a completely different opinion than everyone else here on the panel on this movie i oh. loved this movie when i saw it in theaters i loved like the not pc nature of it and i thought you know robert downey crushed it jack black's one of my favorite actors so i was like really excited to go back and rewatch it and it just didn't connect with me this time oh. like i didn't it was find no it city funny. of god I had to shut it off halfway through and go watch City of God, honestly. Um, no, it just wasn't It wasn't particularly funny to me. And I was like, I don't know if my taste has changed or I'm like in a weird mindset. But like it just wasn't – the jokes weren't connecting. But, but the point I wanted to tear off of what you said, Dean, is I think the movie's a lot more self-aware than – like if you just read the synopsis, if you just saw on Twitter, you'd be like, okay, well, I can't make this for sure. But – I think because it is self-aware, because it's kind of making fun of some crazy shit that Hollywood has and would do, um, it's got a lot of redeeming qualities in that sense. But yeah, I just felt like the, the humor, I don't know, I've m- maybe moved on from it um, and just didn't, yeah, didn't find it as enjoyable as the other time I had seen it. Yeah, this uh, 7.10, 7 out of 10 on IMDb, 82% Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, this came out, uh, came out in 2008 and actually Ben Stiller directed this. 
which I didn't know. This film. This is like a shut off your brain and just relax and enjoy. <laughs> like the lineup, the cast is come on, these guys are rock stars. Um Jack Black. Oh, I felt like watching School of Rock or something after this because I love that guy. The comedy out of that guy is amazing. In the beginning, when they're showing the trailers the for the fatties. Remember the they're showing the trailers for the movies and then So good, yeah. Like the almost like the clumps basically. Oh my god, yellow. Exactly. Um Mo Beans. No. Uh what else was there that I wanted to talk about? Oh, okay. <laughs> Les. Les took it took the show. Uh freaking Tom Cruise. I I loved his character. And I heard recently that they wanted to use, Tom Cruise wants to use him again in another film. I don't think affiliated to Tropic Thunder at all, but that character is going to come out in another film or something like that. Um, Robert Downey Jr. I didn't, I commend his acting, but I didn't like his character too much. Like, I don't, it's not for me. I like Jack Black and Tom Cruise. But let me ask you something on a side note, because I couldn't get this, and I didn't Google either. Nick Nolte, the guy that was that four-leaf guy, did he do uh, Quill on Star Wars? Quill on Star Okay, I have who's to Google the, it. Who's the other guy that's not Nick Dolty? Mickey. Um, or not Mickey. Um, we'll have to look it up. It's okay. That's completely side. I, I'll Google it myself. But, Mickey um, Rooney. <clears throat> Mickey Rooney. Okay. Anyways, that was... I enjoyed it. That was a fun one. Again, you got to shut off the brain. Sit back and enjoy. It Nick Nolte. And it, uh, it brought back some good memories 2008 damn long time ago so ben who picked this again ben Mm-mm, sean sean you me why would sean pick a movie he was not even on the whatever we sean, did that we you. did that oh we yeah we did the group, special group, okay yeah, yeah, right. yeah oh if it's sean forget about it then <laughs> um i am actually with marco on this one i oh. when i was younger and i saw this film uh it didn't connect with me surprisingly because of my love for these actors and some of the other films that they've been in, you know, Dodgeball, School of Rock, like so many other films that like I just thought were absolutely hilarious back then. And I remember seeing this film and not thinking it was as funny. And I and at the time I thought it was because it had been overhyped to me. Like, you know, it's just like one of those like when everybody tells you how funny a movie is and then you see it and you're like, yeah, like it was funny, but like I, I, I don't know, it wasn't laugh out loud sort of thing and then so i never watched it again until this week um and so this is going like 12 years later 13 years later it's crazy um and i kind of felt the same way again i felt like because the boys picked it and because i figured you guys would probably like it i wanted to like it the whole time i was watching it and for the whole time i was kind of like it it was good it was i found it entertaining in terms of just like you said kind of sitting back with some popcorn and just watching a film but i did start to kind of drift and think about some of the other films that these actors have been in that i liked mm-hmm. more so that was a little little off so I'm, I'm glad that i'm not the only one that felt that way marco so no ben um, you i think you nailed it though it's more of like a fun watch than like a make make you laugh type of comedy like oh it's just like a passable yeah. entertainment than like you actually belly laughing for sure i don't it wouldn't be one that i i would buy like i wouldn't i wouldn't buy it and have it in my collection i, w- I don't know if i'd see it again um, but I really did like Tom Cruise's character and Jack Black's. I mean, those guys are still, they're awesome. Um, 
and it, it was worthy of watching again. I'm glad I gave it another shot, but it ended up having kind of the same the same gut reaction. So I apologize if I'm on thin ice with Sean. He's my, he's the man, but didn't love this one. So let's uh, let's rewind a bit. So um, first off, Dean, you get to pick movie of the week next week. What do you want to pick? Uh, yeah, I talked to you briefly about this movie. It's on Netflix here. It's called The King, starring Timothy Chalamet. Banger ass movie. It's good. Hopefully, John and totally Ben can get that. Pirate um, Bay. I'm a pirate. Family emergency may have been averted. Uh, so let's spend some time here. Um, we got we got two really awesome shows. Um, that have been going on. I'm very very blessed to have that. Uh, House of the Dragon and the Rings of Power, and I'm curious, spoiler free for those that have uh, have seen it, what are your thoughts? I'll start off. I think House of the Dragon is an incredible show. I think it's classic Game of Thrones, the good Game of Thrones, as they say. CGI is ridiculous. There was a scene in not last week's episode, but the week prior. It was literally jaw dropping. And I really, I'm really enjoying that show. Rings of Power, a little bit of a slower show, but definitely not, um, you know, nothing too crazy. I think it was great to see a lot of the things that we saw in the opening of the show. I think, I think the opening sort of prologue really rivals the Fellowship prologue, to be honest. And uh, I'm genuinely excited to um, be a part of the community. There's some fucking idiot trolls, to be honest, and ignoring those people, but all the theories because uh, a lot of this stuff that this show is going into is sort of you know not Tolkien canon so to speak so they can kind of have a little bit of flexibility and so it's really fun to be a part of those communities and uh, you know kind of see all the theories as they're developing and you know being proven right or wrong and um, it's just a good time it's a good time what about you Dean what do you think yeah um, specifically with House of the Dragon um, so far, absolute banger. Um, I haven't really been too disappointed in any one decision they've made. Um, I also have like kind of zero expectations. So I, even if they steer kind of away from like the books, I don't think I'll be super disappointed. Um, Weren't the books like in, from an unreliable narrator perspective anyways, though, and this is like the definitive telling of it? or I don't know what you mean. Okay, anyways, I'll, I'll talk about it on my turn. Okay, yeah, because as far as I know, the books are just, you know, by Jerry, or uh, what's his name? Or George R.R. R. Martin. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, I kind of have no expectations. So any epi- every episode that has been released, three, um, I've been pleasantly surprised by it. Um, especially this last episode, fucking banger, bro. Like, even, it, it's like, at one point I was like, this is like kind of boring but then going back and like really understanding what the episode was about i was like that was fucking tight bro Um, there was i guess i was watching the show i was watching on my phone like a fucking plebe and i guess i fast forwarded through like 15 minutes and i was marco's kind of like my guy that i chat with game of thrones in the morning because you know you're you're not awake and (laughs) i was like 
bro, this story makes no fucking sense. <laughs> like they're they're going on about this fucking thing, and then there's no resolution, and all of a sudden all this shit's happening. I was like, this is some sloppy ass storytelling. I thought you were gaslighting me. <laughs> and Marco's like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, you didn't see blank blank blank, and I was like, no. And I was like, wait a second. And I went back and I was like, bro, I literally missed like 15 minutes of like incredible <laughs> storytelling that wrapped up every little shit. nugget of shit that I had missed. That's hilarious. Oh my gosh. I, I'll, yeah. After the show, Dean, I'll talk to you about it because I literally missed like the most 15 important minutes of the show. Oh, yeah. So I was really, really pleased with episode three. Um, I think this is kind of like the turning point of the story and moving forward, it's going to be a lot maybe... Not faster paced, but just not so much exposition. Um, moving on to the Rings of Power. Pleasantly surprised I didn't hate this because <laughs> everywhere you look on the internet says it's fucking garbage. Mm -hmm. um, but if you really sit down and watch it and pay attention, it's, it's you know, for all intents and purposes, pretty good storytelling. Um, they don't have the rights to the Cimmerillion, so they've kind of. Like Zach said, it's not canon talking. So the liberties they're taking are kind of interesting, and I want to see how they come together because so far, to me, it makes zero sense. But again, I'm kind of just along for the ride, and I haven't been overtly upset by anything I've seen. Um, so if you're wondering if it's woke garbage, it is not. Um, because that's something I see f everywhere on YouTube, like, this show's trash. It's it's not. It really isn't. So, uh, give it a shot if you if you're curious. I don't think you'll be disappointed. I I just want to see more Gladriel because she's a banger. Uh, David Ford hopping in to say hi during my work break. I look forward to listening to you guys on the podcast app on my way to work tomorrow. David, have a great rest of your work day Jumbo, today, man. and have a great work day tomorrow. Drive safe, my friend. Man, you guys have way too much time on your hands to be watching all these shows. because no one works anymore. Nobody works. Who works? We need this, the shirt. <laughs> Who's working? We, John, I'm not sure if you missed this in the Zach chat. Zach was on his phone. Well, I was, to be fair, I was watching it at work. But, John, I need the sticker design. Okay. That is your task. Okay. For, uh, Do you know how I watch the movie of the week? Dangerously. In my car while I'm driving <laughs> at 130 kilometers an hour. Because I can't fit it any anywhere else. That's how I watch. Don't these say that on a live podcast. <laughs> well, whatever. Uh, no I'm one's gonna keep picking movies with subtitles. John John watches these movies while he's filming carpool collecting. He's doing everything but driving. He's delivering the mail. He's got the carpool collecting going. Got the movie of the week. It's Jesus. a mess. No, I didn't watch these two yet. I'm trying to still get She Hulk. In order, oh my god, oh, that's like god. a twenty-six minute episode. But, no, like, that's why I can no squeeze it in there. <laughs> I started Rings of Power sixty-six minutes. I'm like, okay, we'll start this next week. <laughs> I can't. I'm not into it yet. So, speaking we'll, uh, of She-Hulk, that last episode has turned me from a believer to like, no, oh, this show is no good. Yeah, it was a little Just disappointing. Like that. But that's a whole other. That's a whole other show. Anyways, that's all uh, about you boys. So you have not event. seen today. That's you hate to see it, um, or, no. or not to see it. Um, so House of the Dragon has been a show that has just got me like so excited I, for Game of Thrones again. I um, like just watching it. I, I, you know, it's one of those shows that makes you feel like 
heavy and like there's just so much going on and like the visuals are amazing uh i think the storytelling has been fantastic all of the acting i think has been really really good i like the casting that they've done for all the characters uh including this main actress i think she's fantastic um you know, we were talking a little bit about uh, Riva earlier and how, you know, you, you may not buy a hot toy because you haven't connected with a, with a film or a television show or even a scene. There was a scene in last night's episode or last, last Sunday's episode that I won't, I won't spoil, um, but it involved Matt Smith. Uh, and I mean, Matt Smith's a banger actor to begin with, but there was this one scene in that episode where I was like, it ended and I was like, I want a hot toy of that guy. Like, that was real cool. That was real, really cool. So... This show I 100% recommend uh, to anybody, even if Game of Thrones Season 8 put a bad taste in your mouth for Game of Thrones. Um, this, for me, has rejuvenated my love uh, for the franchise. Uh, the one thing that had bugged me at least a little bit at first was that they were using the Game of Thrones music. Um, and I think maybe... Because, it was a bit shocking. Ma- yeah, it, it just I found it a little off-putting, but then somebody gave me the analogy the other day. It was actually on YouTube. And they were like, you know, think about, like, the Star Wars franchises, though, right? Like, all of the Star Wars content that's ever came out, they always use the Star Wars theme music, don't they? And, like, do- doesn't it make you think of of Star Wars? And it's like, yes, I think that that's a valid point. Um, but I, I still would have liked a little bit of separation or a little bit of a change. Even though I love the song, it's a banger song, and it gets me hyped every time I listen to it. So I'm, I'm kind of divided in my own thoughts and feelings on, on that aspect of it. Rings of Power, I've watched the first episode. I haven't gotten into the second episode yet. It took me two tries to get through the first episode of Rings of Power. Now, in full transparency, I'm not like I'm a Lord of the Rings fan. I like the films. Uh, I didn't love the Hobbit movies as much, obviously, but I like the main canon for it and the extended cuts. But I don't know the like the the true myth or what do you say the mythology or like the the like what you would need to know in order to be a super fan like uh, like a Mark Pearson or even a Zach right who who knows or Dean even that knows that there yeah. are elements that aren't <laughs> you know that aren't canon that like that it that it changes things I wouldn't have known that to me it still feels like a Lord of the Rings show so in that sense I think that it was done really well um the the Lord of the Rings show I would recommend watch it if you can on the biggest screen possible because Bro. some of the visuals are like Bro breathtaking breathtaking the 4k in the in both of these shows is fucking stupid crisp i feel like i'm watching 8k on my 4k tv it's fucking stupid crisp now i know that because this is on prime and i think it's um jeff bezos i think he's also a lord of the Rings super fan it hasn't this become one of the most expensive shows like of all time but I mean, for anybody to pay for it, like, uh, good on them. I like that. I'm glad that that's been the case because I do think that once this show ultimately sticks the landing, I think it will be a huge hit uh, and have, you know, a draw of audience again. I think the first couple episodes uh, or like, you know, this first episode that I've watched anyways, I found bits of it kind of slow. But again, I think because I don't know a lot of what I feel like I should know in order to truly appreciate some of those details that they're giving us. Uh, but I am excited to see kind of what happens from here. Uh, and, uh, and I love um, that they're using uh, Gladriel. I think uh, I like the casting for her. I think she, she's a beautiful actress, but I think she also looks the part to what we've seen uh, from the films. So thought that was cool. I would definitely recommend both uh, at this point, if you're on the fence. Yeah, House of Dragon, I am so stoked for. The first three episodes have gotten me 
I think like others have seen are saying so much more back into Game of Thrones after being pretty soured on it after the last seasons. Um, if in our if we have John back on from Inart, I want to tell them skip Danny and give us Princess Rhaenyra. Like she is such a great character. She's a cutie. I know that no spoilers. I know that there are time jumps involved throughout the series, and so maybe we may lose this actress, which is kind of a bummer because she is oh, so. Oh, it's confirmed good. already. Yeah, ah, they've, okay. They've gone out and out red said it, which really sucks. I'm um, the new actress looks kind of terrible. Ah, that's such a bummer because she's crushing every scene she's mm-hmm. in. I love the cast. I will say because we were talking about She Hulk. You know, I love I love my Marvel shows, my MCU shows, my Star Wars shows. You know, watch them religiously. But watching House of Dragon, I'm like, this is high level TV. This is like high art, and you know, it kind of makes the other stuff look silly in comparison. Which I hate to say because I'm so invested in those properties. But like this, it's feeling like really, really high level television. Um, so cannot wait to see where the rest of the series goes. And that's why Zach had me so fucked up when he was like, this last episode was whack. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so I'm glad that he uh, rectified <laughs> that. <laughs> um, oh, sorry. No, go ahead, Dean. Go ahead. I was just going to say, because you brought up She-Hulk, you know, both of these shows are almost kind of dealing with the same message, right? Uh, a woman in a man's world. Yeah. And this show handles it so elegantly and kind of, I guess, more like brutal that it, it really gets the message across in a very interesting way and a, a lot more. You, you're more rooting for this character, right? This is in House but, of the Dragon? Yeah, House, House of, of the, the Dragon. Dragon yeah. But when you watch She-Hulk, it's oh. like... Jen Walters is such a fucking unlikable piece of shit. Like, it's a travesty. Wow. That, like you, like you're rooting against her, and it's like, bro, like that should not be the case. Like, yeah. your main character should be, you know, obviously who the audience is on your side. And it's just an interesting way, like, like Marco just said, it like artistically, like this show is so much more highbrow like i don't think the chat act- likes our takes on it's she okay with the yeah. chat likes and what the chat and I, we'll, and I, we'll, we'll, back we'll, to read, we'll read some of these comments <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah, yeah. opinions and discussions if like, you uh, that she hulk show don't even get me started on that she it's i, I gave it a chance i don't mind the gen the actress and the she hulk they cleaned up the cgi it's cool no, they, <laughs> they cleaned up the CGI from the original trailer. Oh, oh, okay. Besides that time when she's walking into the office and it looks like a Grand Theft Auto skit uh, in the last episode, but um, yeah. you know what I'm saying? She walks into yes, the office. That's, I'm a good, like, that's a good. Okay. That's a good take. <laughs> I like that. But no, 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 no. I don't care how funny she is in the comics. I don't. That end credit scene from the last episode. Complete joke. At least it's an end credit scene, right? You didn't have to <laughs> oh, sit there and do it. It was just so cringe. And I would say, like, the, not even just the end credit scenes. They just had so many cringe moments where it's like, like, like you said, Game of Thrones is just running circles around anything the MCU has put out. And I personally like She-Hulk. I loved the first episode. Just thought that the last two have been weaker. But, you know, so, so back to House of Dragon. Really, yeah. really excited to see how this wraps. High-level stuff. 
Um, Rings of Power I haven't gotten to yet, but I've heard it's actually from some people who I respect their opinion better than House of Dragon, which mm. kind of has me you know, blown away. Like if it's better than what we're getting, then the fact that we're getting these high fantasy um, shows competing at like incredible budgets, like these could be movies the way Buku that they're budgets, produced. Bro. Yeah, like, it's, a, yeah, it's a beautiful time to, to be a fan of this genre. Um, Dean, yeah, I also really exciting. I, I disagree with you though. I I don't think that. Oh, I mean, uh, you can think what you want. I guess I don't think that uh, Jen is unlikable necessarily in She-Hulk. I think she's still one of the better parts of the show. I've just found <laughs> like it's meant. It's not a world world building show necessarily though. It's supposed to be like a Marvel sitcom. It's supposed to be kind of easy to watch and just kind of funny and light and and as I said, easy to watch. Not like you don't have to think about it. I feel like you can't like. We can't even compare She-Hulk with Game of Thrones. It's unfortunate that they're no. outed about the same time. I think yeah. that's the only reason you can draw comparisons because like otherwise it's like night the commentary and day, right? is I mean, kind of the same. Like the the, the issues they're tackling are yeah, the, the same. issues for, for sure in terms of female empowerment. I I do think that like She-Hulk for me has just been a little on the boring side. It just doesn't feel like there's a lot going on. I'm not necessarily like looking forward Dude, it's to the like next episode. Twenty-two minute episodes, bro. Like. Yeah. And well, you only get what? How many? Maybe they're doing ten. Usually, it's like eight. It's yeah. like, well, and so and I have less than an hour's worth of content here. Well, most other Marvel shows, I've looked forward to the next episode at least. Whereas She-Hulk, I'm kind of like, ah, I'll watch it when I get there. Whereas yeah. like Game of Thrones, like every Sunday night, I'm <laughs> like, I'm stoked. I'm ready for it tonight. You know, and stoked or stoned. Uh, <laughs> with She-Hulk, I know some people were saying, I get it, like it's like the comic where she's quirky, speaking to the camera and stuff yeah, like that. That's fine, and, and I think that's done well. And I like Jen. I like her, the actress, and I like the She-Hulk. But just the way the show progresses and the way the Hulk turned out, even the way the other character turned out, I won't mention his name, I'm just not happy with the he's writing. in the trailer. Oh, yeah, he's in the trailer. The abomination, the way the he turned out, just mm -hmm. not... Uh, yeah, it's like they've turned everybody into a, like a pun-delivery, yeah. bumbling kind yeah. of like joke. It's like... What the fuck are we watching? I'll like, still watch it and, it's to see, but bro, I'm waiting for fucking Fridays and and Sundays, and then I'll be like, oh yeah, there, there's been an episode out of She-Hulk for the past like four days. Like, is I it Wednesday or Thursday that it comes out? I think I it's know. Wednesdays, but like it'll already. I'll be watching Game of Thrones and be like, oh fuck, She-Hulk's out. I gotta watch that now. Yeah. Like I don't even. It doesn't even register that it's out anymore. Like it's just so bad. Like and She Hulk, if they get Daredevil right, it could you know redeem itself. But it's got a lot of work to do. To I'm hoping to it does. I out. want to like it. It's just like right now, it's 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 just so cringy and bad. It's like Jim Walters is like this like I don't like pompous assholes, and then like continues to be one for every scene she's in. Like she like it's, thinks and talks down to everybody else in the scene. It's like what the fuck is going on here? Like it's it's a mess. So, I don't like it. So funny. Quarvo says funny. one twerk You're and funny. everyone hates the show. DJ agrees. It's not that big of a deal. People are losing their minds. I Walton hated it way before the, that. The jokes in She Hulk aren't funny. I was slightly amused in the first episode, but two and three are just yeah. not funny. What's going on, Walton? It's not good. Um, Lane says woman dwarves need beards. Um, I, okay, people keep bringing that up. Is that like a canonical thing? <laughs> to me, that was Aragorn like joking, like G right, like DJ oh, it's the tweakers. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, but do they Mark have probably, beards? I'm Mark, like, legitimately. 
I think Mark would be the better expert, but I believe they do. But she does have a little bit of a little bit of a thing going on. It's just not like a full Dean beard. You know what I mean, bro? That character was so funny because like her husband's so the well, duality. I do <laughs> yeah, dude, I loved every part of I'm that episode. Clearly, like the better half here, Dean. You're like the grouchy, like what you know, the grumpy. fuck? That's absolutely not true. Can can uh, Corvo made a comment about the here? I'll this? highlight it. No, no. About that, oh, yeah. someone said uh, about pompous. Yeah, but male pompous assholes are made leaders, and female pompous assholes are made out to be awful people. Can we it's just not like fair. with these Marvel <laughs> shows, with these Marvel shows, Star Wars? Can we just like, I don't know if this is too much. Maybe just leave real life kind of out of it. That's too but, much. Is, John, I would say like Dean, Dean's point was, you know, Game of Thrones is our House of Dragon is doing something really similar to what She Hulk wants to do, mm-hmm. but they are succeeding so much better. At it, so it's like you could do it successfully. You can tackle Here this one real world yeah. twenty-two issues, but you you got to do them in the right way. I just think everything's being Disneyfied, and that's why it's all it's, too funny. It's, it's just all, yeah, it's too much. Also, like every female character that we're getting now in Phase Four is just a female version of the person before, except maybe Captain Marvel. And then, like speaking of, like Taika is not going to sh- direct Thor Five. Well, thank goodness, Thor thank 4. God. Now but get like, them off also, Star Wars. Every show, it's like Hawkeye, not about Hawkeye. It's about Kate. Uh, Loki, not about Loki. It's about yeah, you know, like, I just what, whatever her name is. Sylvie. Female Loki. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's. I really just, liked both of those, so I can't. I, I like can't those complain. too. I, I, can't, like I can't complain. I oh no, I like those shows too. Loki. But it's like it's too much Merlin to watch. It, yeah, it's just <laughs> like where's my kingpin figure? Give me a flip. You had one. It was that big ass fucking three inch <laughs> no, quarter scale. Oh, that one. No, I want a kingpin D'onofrio, uh from the shows. Give me that kingpin. Dean, let's talk about these kingpins here on the screen. Our yeah, Patreon. dude, the absolute fucking legends and sweet angels. We give a quick shout out to the three pillars, as John so beautifully coined. Shout out to Sean Fear, Ian Seavey, Renee Mendes, Eric Mariscal, Quinn Aguirre, King Louis, Mark Pearson, Paul Schreiber, James Colley, Equan, Chris Valencerina, Ben Thomas, Chris Letty, David Jones, Sam Guest, Daminator, Joao Breda, Thomas Clark, Sweet Sweet Danny Lee, Deanie Martin, Stephen Crett, Big Old Fern, King Zach, Cesar Mariquin, Mark Phillips, Lisa Martin Bomoski, Rick DiGregorio, The Everyday Collector, Ricardo Valdez, Jose CZ, Erwin Azucena, The Illustrious Rainer, Alan Morgan, Tukothri, Wa, Derek B, Aries Portillo. Am I saying that right? I hope so. Yeah. Let us know. Pablo Meza, Carlos Saavedra, Matt Clevenger, Seth Tucker, CC3PO, Scott Smith, Dalmaton, Jimmy James, Stephen Perger, Sean Usby, Scott Bradley, Steve and Maria Stanley, Eddie Manzanares, Louis Bennett, Chip Perrin, Jimmy Hernandez, Gigi the Judgmental, and Brenton Palmer. <laughs> Beautiful. God, that horn, bro. You love it. The Zach, Jamaicans really got you. that right. Is what? do you click that button once and it does the bam 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 or do yeah. you oh, okay. Uh, Cause that's like exactly the way I did it. I just Well yeah. I prefer when you do it, Dean though. I th- I, li- okay, I like then. your little pew pews. Yeah, I'm just saying. Right? I'm just saying. I like your pew pews, but wait till, okay. Wait till he plays the bye too. That's gonna. I would never insult. I would never insult oh. Zach's, you know, button pushing skills. I got. You know, I got this for you, man. <laughs> um. Anyways, enough about that foolishness. 
Uh, here's a look at our Patreon stickers. These are actually going out uh, this week uh, due to a bit of a snafu. Um, we're shipping August and September at once. I know some of the patrons have talked about doing that in the future to keep costs down. Um, I don't know if we're there yet, but uh, it is an option that we are thinking about. But this month, uh, one of our stickers was super late, and uh, it just made sense to combine those packages. So um, we'll be shipping four designs uh, this week. Hey, we're doing a show here. Jesus Christ, dogs are having a fight here. Uh, if you want to join our Patreon, it starts at $5 a month. $5 a month gets you access to uh, stickers sent straight to your door and access to Ox After Dark Replay. Uh, the $15 tier is the Certified Crispy Certificate uh, and Figure Fix Assistance. Uh, the $25 tier is doubles of all the stickers we send and the exclusive Pog Deluxe set on our first on your first pledge. Uh, and that will be uh, the OG set. I think we're down to the last like seven or eight, so we'll probably be working on a new pog set soon so stay tuned for that uh we have some great people that support us on youtube through the channel membership option we have mojo z78 absolute erwin test just one dk avenger 702 omfg rick s beam andres ib daminator sam gist thomas clark benjamin hansen chris v big old fern og fan ben M, mark pearson uh ben thomas paul schreiber andrew gibo uh, CC3PO, Lima Hernandez, Carlito, CT603, Eddie, Money, Mendez, Luke Fredericks, and Sia Dreams. Uh, membership starts at 99 cents if you're a Patreon, or 299 for the peanut gallery if you are not. You get special emojis, loyalty badges, and member shoutouts. Uh, looking at the network here, we have, I believe, OFAC this uh, Thursday, after dark tomorrow at 10.30, uh, we also have the amazing Collectors Club, the place to be on a Friday night, uh, Friday, and we're putting it out to the community. Pose Wars is this Saturday at 10 o'clock Central Standard Time, and if we want Pose Wars to really be a thing again, we got to fill up these posing slots. Right now we have four of six posing slots filled, so if you're someone that collects 1 scale or NECA, uh, Mafex, Figuarts, Black Series, Legends, and you want to get in on the posing, um, let me know. We we need a few more posers and a few backups. And like oh. I said, we're putting it to the community. If, if it doesn't happen, then, uh, you know, maybe maybe Pose Wars is just not the right time for Pose Wars. I'm trying to think of what figure I should start with. <laughs> yep, you got to pick two, my friend. You better figure it out. I'm thinking... That was good. I'm like 90% sure I'm going to go with the Goku. Wow. You'll love to see it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we, we're you know we're bringing Pose Wars back. The, the, the people of the world asked for it, and uh, who are we to deny them? Uh, but you can find us on TeePublic. Drop the link there for you. Shirts start at $13 when they're on sale, $20 when they're not. Uh, we got a bunch of great designs there, and uh, I think we should be adding a club one here very soon. Mm -hmm. uh, John, can we read the uh, socials here for me, please? Yes, sir. On Facebook, we got Collecting Weekly, and the most important one on Facebook, Collecting Weekly Auxiliary, the group where all the fun happens. Instagram, we got at Collecting Weekly, at Collecting Weekly underscore clips, and at the Everyday Collector. Guys, follow these groups because, uh, you know, we got updates, community focus, and uh, it's where we all chill and hang out. So if you want to hang out with us, Follow these groups, right? Just them, follow them. Fuck, I have to explain. <laughs> Nicolio says, everyone needs a Zorbo shirt. Nicolio, I got that magnet for you, baby. You let me know if you want me to send it to you, and I will a send it to Zorbo. you. Zorbo. To the legend. I need to draw um, Zorbo. 
shout out time. Does anyone have any shout outs they want to give? I do have one. Um, shout out to Zach's beard. Rest in peace. Gone too soon. <laughs> I wanted to. I wanted to clean up. That was my COVID beard, and I was like, you know what? The world is getting back to normal. I'm gonna shave. I didn't know I'd be roasted this whole two hours for it. So never <laughs> shaving again. Sometimes you gotta start fresh. No, I get that. Oh, you started fresh, all right. I shaved my balls and everything. Wow. Uh, anyways, shout out to shout out. The uh, yeah, shout oh, out to yeah. the chat and everyone to watch. I was just gonna say because you know we can have a, a pretty. Uh, What's the word? Our discussions can be not heated, but like talk about topics that are, you know, maybe a little sensitive. And, you know, we have a good discussion and people aren't calling each other bigots and sexist. And they're just kind of like, I don't see your point of view. Or like, oh, didn't I didn't you think call about me a like liberal that. today? The second they do that, we yeah, just you. bat on them, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't ban people here unless they're being asses. Well, I can find you one here. Hold on. <laughs> oh, no. Um, Mark Pearson says, can't wait to see this panel in October for OxCon. Uh, S-Beam, I, I think you may be in Pose Wars already for Saturday, but just in case you're not, and if you would like to join, I, I believe you are, but you let me know, bro. We'd love to have a, a Pose Wars veteran come back. Let me double check. Oh, he well, is in. Like, yeah. He knows we're not doing Hot Toys, right? Yeah, he does. Okay. Big old friend says, Leak Zach, don't look like me no more. Uh, quick shout out to Nicolio the Great and Powerful. Uh, he's had some wicked, wicked Instagram pictures lately. So if you don't follow Nicolio, check his Instagram out because I've, I've thought some of his poses have been wicked and he's a very cool person. Uh, and I wanted to say also. Uh, yesterday I shouted out Marco for one six fix because he was only three subs away from four hundred, and then he lost a subscriber. So I felt he's now five by subs it. away. From yeah. <laughs> so fifty. So, so if there's five of you kind angels out there, go to one six fix and check out Marco's content. If you haven't already, let's be honest. He needs at least four hundred. Uh, go get it. Anybody well, listening, you're my the best. Ben, my man, Ben, appreciate you, bro, and looking forward to losing another 10 subs. So really, no, really appreciate you doing that. <laughs> if man. you lose you more know, subs, bro. I'm never going to say anything again. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> no, all good, brother. Appreciate yeah, S-Beam, it. it is uh, one twelfth scale. Yeah, you know, we thought we'd mix it up a bit. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people asked for it in, in, in post-wars phase one. So if you guys want to hear this delicious intro, hopefully I still have the intro now. I'm just looking at it. Maybe I don't. Ooh, maybe I don't. Oh, just kidding. It's in here. Look at this. If you guys want to hear this beautiful, then you fucking find someone to pose with us, and we'll you make. Can't it tease happen. us. You got to run that whole thing. On. Come on. Here oh. we go. Just kidding. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, anyways, I'm Zach. I'm Dean. I'm John. I'm Marco. And I'm Ben. Sign up for Pose Wars, baby. If you want to hear this banger of a track. Roger, roger. War, a community in turmoil. Contestants come together to fight for your votes. Many will enter, but only one will stand victorious. Welcome to the Pose War.